0: Welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I'm a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. My guest today is me! This is our first anniversary episode, one year of the Little Man with the Big Mouth. My producer will be interviewing me all about this exciting year. But before that, let's get into some news. Our first news story, the Boston Red Sox have been red hot to start the new year. Picked by many to finish last in the AL East, the Red Sox turned things around after an 0-3 in the first three games. Since then, they have gone 13-5. Even ugly jerseys cannot slow them down as they win and some rather hideous light blue and yellow jerseys i have no idea how the red sox can have no red at all in our second news story the retirement of a true nfl inspiration no not drew Brees. i'm talking about the legend of alex smith a top pick of the 49ers smith played for the chiefs then, the Washington football team. On November 18, 2018, Smith was tackled in the backfield by the Texans. At first, the doctor said that he would never be able to walk again. But he proved the doctors wrong. Not only did he start walking, Smith worked hard to get himself back to football. He kept practicing and finally, in 2020, got a chance to start playing again. Smith inspired so many people with his courage and perseverance while his playing days are now over. I know that Alex Smith will continue to be a positive symbol for many years to come. Strange news alert. The Yankees started the year five and 10, looking like the worst team in the AL East. But that's not the strange news. Our real strange news A 71-year-old woman and her daughter are still shell-shocked after a recent accident on I-95 in Florida. The woman suffered a large gash in her forehead when an object smashed through the windshield of her car. Fortunately, the daughter was able to pull over quickly and get some help from another motorist. Luckily, the injury was not bad as they first feared, but They were stunned when they searched the car to find the object that hit them, a large turtle. Yes, a flying turtle. While the injured woman may feel unlucky, the same cannot be said for the turtle. Despite flying at top speed into a car, the turtle only had a few scratches on its shell. Believing the turtle was likely crossing the interstate before a car knocked it into the air. Officials released the animal into the nearby woods. I wonder, was he looking for a shell station? All right, that does it for our news. Our next segment is unscripted. Some shows have a mystery crate or a fancy producer to give them content. Me, I have a lucky patriot hat. I'm going to draw out some news and opinions from the week and give you my unscripted reactions. These are not just hot takes. They are infogal Our first question is, Jokic, Curry, or Embiid, who win the NBA MVP? Well, Embiid, if he stays healthy, because he is an alien from another planet. He is bigger, he's stronger, and he's faster. He's averaged this year 30 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, and three assists per game. Now that is an MVP resume. The next question is, Ronald Acuna Jr. or Mike Chow, who are you picking to start a team? Well, I'm picking Acuna Jr. Because he's a younger player, he's better legs. Even though it is close, Acuna will outlast him. And the last question is, the NFL draft is in person this year. Will Goodell dish out the hugs? He will not hug anyone, though he will still be tempted to. He will fist bump every player. But even though some fans are not going to be there, he's still going to get booed and that does it for unscripted. Now it's time for stick by your picks. Brought to you by Brooks Burgers, one of the top 10 burger places in the USA. Brooks has been voted the number one burger in Florida. My favorite is the donut burger. It is absolutely amazing. Support the business that supports us and make this podcast possible. Visit one of their four locations in Southwest Florida and tell them that the little man with the big mouth sent you. For those new to the podcast, Gable and I make picks each week on the show. These are iron clad picks. That's right. We are very confident in our picks. We will not change our minds or picks no matter what happens. Our lawyers have asked us to let you know that you should not bet your house on our picks. This is for entertainment purposes only. Now let's get started! This week we are doing an NFL Draft Special. The two of us will name our first 10 picks. Announcer, how will we be scoring this game?
1: For scoring purposes, each player will earn three points if they correctly select the right player going to the right team. They will earn one point for each player that they choose who is picked in the top ten, even if it is by another team. As an added bonus, if they correctly predict a trade and a pick, it's worth a monster five points. For a tiebreaker, each will guess how many trades will take place during the first round of the NFL Draft. All right, we've flipped a coin. Gabriel gets to go first. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock.
2: For the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, it is a no-brainer. Trevor Lawrence the Jacksonville Jaguars because they have no quarterbacks and they are in a desperate need for one. I agree with
0: you. The first pick goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, QB, out of Clemson. Well, Urban Myers is starting a new team and he needs a new quarterback. Announcer: what is
1: the next team? The New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets are now on the clock, and Jonah picks for them first.
0: They will select Zach Wilson, quarterback at a BYU. He's a great quarterback and way better than Justin Fields. I agree with you. The Jets, with the second
2: pick, will take the BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Because like the Jags, they have no quarterback, and Zach Wilson is a well-rounded player. And now, what is the third team?
1: The San Francisco 49ers are next. Gabriel picks first.
2: At three, the 49ers would take a risk with drafting Trey Lance out of North Dakota State because of his
0: arm talent. Finally, we disagree. They will select Mac Jones out of Alabama. He is a drop back quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured too much. So Kyle Shanahan will bring in a, will bring in a new quarterback, which will be Mac Jones. Announcer, what is the next team?
1: Next up are the Atlanta Falcons with the fourth pick.
0: Well, they will select Kyle Pitts out of Florida. He's a physical, he's speedy, and he will help Matt Ryan, who already has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and now he will add a good tight end. I agree with you. The Atlanta
2: Falcons would take Kyle Pitts out of Florida, which would be an amazing weapon for Matt Ryan and would really help Ridley and Julio Jones get
0: open even more. Announcer, what is the next team...
1: Next up on the schedule, the Cincinnati Bungles, and Gabriel goes first.
0: The
2: Cincinnati Bungles would take the amazing offensive lineman, Penny Suell because they have no offensive lineman, and
0: Joe Burrow is in desperate need. I agree with you. They will take Sewell because they have no offensive line. Joe Burrow cannot keep getting hit, and Joe Burrow will, av- will obviously say, Thank you. Announcer, what is the next team?
1: The Miami Dolphins are next on the clock.
0: The Miami Dolphins will select Jamal Chase, a wide receiver out of LSU. He will help Tua so much and will help Devontae Parker with his targets. I agree
2: with you. The Miami Dolphins would take, with the 6th pick, Jamal Chase out of
0: LSU because they have no weapons. Announcer, what is the next team?
1: The Detroit Lions are scheduled to be next with the 7th pick.
2: With the 7th pick of the NFL Draft, the Lions would take quarterback Patrick Certain II out of Alabama to help their defense,
0: which was terrible last year. I disagree because in the seventh pick, the New England Patriots will trade with the Detroit Lions and they will take Trey Lance, a quarterback at North Dakota State. They will do this because look what they did to Brady. He's a drop-back quarterback, he's got good vision, and he throws few interceptions. A perfect QB for New England. Announcer, what is the next team?
1: Scheduled to pick 8th this year are the Carolina Panthers.
0: The Panthers will select Patrick the II, quarterback out of Alabama. They need defense because Christian McCaffrey can only play on one side of the ball. I disagree
2: with you. With the 8th pick, I have my first trade. The Washington football team will trade with the Panthers to take star quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State because Alex Smith just retired and they have nobody else. Announcer, what is the next team?
1: The Denver Broncos are scheduled to pick ninth.
2: Next at 9, I have the Denver Broncos who are taking Micah Parsons, the linebacker, out of Penn State
0: to help rebuild their defense. I actually agree with you on this one. They will select Micah Parsons out of Penn State because Von Miller is getting too old and he needs a replacement. And for the 10th pick, who is the last team?
1: America's team, the Cowboys are scheduled to pick 10th this year.
0: The Cowboys will select Rashawn Slater out of Nor- offensive lineman out of Northwestern. During last year's season, the offensive line weakened. And Dak Prescott kept getting hit and hit and hit. They need better protection. This dude, he will give you better protection.
2: Finally, to round off the top 10, the, I have the New England Patriots trading up with the Cowboys to take senior breakout star Mac Jones out of Alabama because they lost Tom Brady and Cam Newton is not a franchise quarterback anymore.
1: Okay, there's our picks for the first 10. Now we need to know from each of our hosts how many trades will take place in the first round this year. Jonah, what's your guess?
0: Uh, it's got to be two. I think there'll just be two trades in this first round. I disagree with you. I think
2: there are going to be four trades in this first round.
0: Well, that does it for stick by your picks. Next up, my producer interviews me.
1: That's right, Jonah. It's time now for us to turn the tables. I've been your announcer and your producer But now I get to interview you as we celebrate one year of the Little Man Big Mouth podcast. So Jonah, how does it feel to be on this side of the conversation?
0: Uh, It feels kind of weird. I mean, I'm usually asking questions, but now I have no idea what are the questions you're going to be asking me. So I'm going into the void, like I filled the void with sports with my podcast.
1: Well, it's been one year and 25 episodes since you first started the podcast. You mentioned you were filling a void. What inspired you to start?
0: Well, the thing that inspired me was during quarantine or COVID-19, I was getting kind of bored and exhausted because there was no sports happening. And I really wanted to create a podcast so I can be creative and have some fun talking about sports.
1: So who do you look up to? Who inspired you to want to do a podcast? Are there talking heads or sports personalities that inspired you to do this?
0: Actually, um, the Dan Levertard show with Stu Gass inspired me really a lot because I listen to the podcast and it's very humorous and I get a good laugh out of it. They really inspired me and they opened me up to the sports world of podcasting. I'm one of the fans, and thank you, Dan, if you're listening to this. Thank you for inspiring me.
1: Dan and Stu Gotts. So what challenges did you face when you first started to get this podcast off the ground?
0: Well, starting a podcast, I had to know how to start a podcast. I have to know what I'm talking about, so I have to do a lot of research, and it takes a lot of time. So I had to get used to writing and researching a lot to do this podcast, but also, it was trying to find guests, trying to find perfect timing to get the guests on. Thank you to COVID, we found out about Zoom, and it was so much easier to, to find guests and talk to the guests on Zoom.
1: So tell the audience, where does the name Little Man Big Mouth come from?
0: Well, actually, if you guys can picture this, I am not as big as a lot of people in my age group. And I talk a lot, as you can tell. So <laughs> I put the things together, uh-huh. and I was a little man with a big mouth. So it just
1: came to me. <laughs> well, on the Little Man Big Mouth Show, one of the hallmarks has always been the segments. Which segment do you look forward to the most?
0: Well, I like looking forward to Stick biopics because I love using weird voices by Iron Clyde Picks. And all kinds of stuff. And I like competing with my brother to see who can pick it right.
1: Well, let's bring in your twin brother, Gabriel, a mainstay of the podcast. Gabriel, what did you say when Jonah first said, hey, let's do a podcast?
2: Uh, I, I was interested to see how it was going to work and go. Because I was afraid it was going to crash, burn, and go up in flames at the beginning. Or we're going to get uh, criticism for... But I, I think it's gone really well, and I, re- I love being a part of it.
1: Well, your segment, Heroes and Zeros, touches on the best and worst of the sports world. Of all those you've spoken about, which has been your favorite story so far?
2: Um, this is a hard one. Probably my favorite stories for Heroes have probably been Sarah Fuller becoming the first woman to kick a extra point in D1 college football. And Marcus Rashford, because he was don- he donated a lot of food to people who were in need. And it, it, I also like Marcus Rashford as a soccer player, because I'm a big Man U fan.
1: So getting to see the true work of sports icons... Do you have a better appreciation for what they do off the field as well as on?
2: I've gotten a better appreciation, but I've also started to dislike people who have been zeros, (laughs) like I've started to dislike Clemson or the Washington football team.
1: Some of our popular zeros over the last year. So Jonah, turning back to you, I remember the show's first guest, Thor, predicted he would see you on ESPN one day. Where do you see yourself in the future?
0: I actually see myself on ESPN being an announcer and probably announcing the NFL or college football games. I love hearing so many voices and how they know so much. I also, I admire baseball uh, commentators. They have little to talk about because it's a slow game. So I love hearing the weird stories and comments throughout the game.
1: I know you love to ask this question of your guests. If you could play any sport professionally, Jonah, what would it be?
0: Well, um, it's either going to be football, uh, because if I was in the right shape and the right size, I would love to play football, or basketball. I love how they work as a team, and it looks like they're all in each other's heads. And it's just so cool how many cool dunks or good passes or ex- inspiring players come out of the NBA.
1: Gabriel, same question to you. If you could play any sport professionally, what would you play?
0: Um, I have a
2: couple. One of them would be a swimmer. I love swimming, and it would be really cool if I was a professional swimmer to go to the Olympics and swim against a famous swimmers. Another one would be... To play, uh, also uh, basketball. Like the, like Jonah said, the teams are like clockwork. They work so well together, and it's so it's so cool to watch people like Damian Lillard hit threes from the logo with with not breaking mm. a sweat.
1: Both of you are enjoying the basketball side of things. So Jonah, I won't ask you who was your favorite person to interview. It's too <laughs> difficult to pick, but I will ask you who would be your dream interview.
0: Well, one of them would be Bill Belichick. It would be so easy. He would just be grunting and uh, 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 in that hoodie. Um, Another one would be Tom Brady or Michael Jordan. Tom Brady because he started out as a not a good quarterback coming into the NFL. He played for Michigan. He wasn't as good as a lot of people thought. He was picked late round by the Patriots. But he turned out to be an amazing player, one of the top quarterbacks. So, I love how he went from being not good to the greatest. Uh, Michael Jordan, because he's a, he's a great basketball player. I think he's the best basketball player in NBA history. I think he's played through a lot of rough games. Like, uh, for example, I read up on, he had one game where he was sick and he still played through it and got tons of points. So I think he's just, and also, he retired from basketball, went to baseball, and then decided, I'm not good at this. Let's go to the thing I'm good at, and goes back to basketball.
1: So you enjoy the stories of the two of them? Yes. The storytelling side of it. Interesting. Well, they're not your interviews yet, but you are here on the hot seat. So I think it's only fair that we do for you what you do for all of your guests, the rapid fire quiz. I'm going to ask you two things, Jonah. You pick which one you prefer. It's going to be rapid fire. We're going to see how fast we can go. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Car or motorcycle? Car. Inside or outside? Out, uh, outside. Football or football?
0: Football.
1: Pool or beach. Beach. Amazon Prime or Netflix. Netflix. Chair or couch. Couch. Hot dogs or hamburgers. That's
0: a tough one. I see why my uh, my guessers are getting t- on getting stuck on this. Hot dog.
1: Bulldogs or Patriots.
0: Oh, oh.
1: Rapid fire. Patriots. All right, and finally. Your listeners really want to know, what's your highest score in bowling?
0: Ooh, I got to think on this one. Um, One twenty-three.
1: One twenty-three. The man broke hundred. All right. Well, thank you, Jonah, for going through the interview. Thank you, Gabriel, for coming in and telling us your side of the story. Gentlemen, good luck. Let's kick off this next year with a lot of excitement and fun. Let's go!
0: Thank you, announcer, for interviewing Gabriel and me. I hope that our listeners enjoyed that peek behind the curtain. All right, what would sports talk be without list? Bumpus. So here is my list for today. Top five sports cities I want to live in. Number five, sweet home Chicago. Lots of teams. That's a plus. It would be awesome to spend time watching the Cubs at Wiggly Field. But the cold weather, weather does not make up for all that activity. Number four, Denver. What can I say? Dedicated fans, great teams, and the most amazing views. It's a city that works hard and plays hard. I'm ready to go watch a game at mile high one day and hit the slopes the next. Number three, Vegas they now have a hockey and football team soon other sports too and when there is no team playing locally you can go see a show or do a ton of other things that i'm too young to do number two new york listen i'm not a yankees fan or a giants fan but it's new york city the city that never sleeps there are so many sports teams and sporting events there's always something to do even when the teams, like the Knicks, never seem to go very far. And number one, Boston. You heard it already. I am a Pats fan, a Red Sox fan, even a Celtics fan. There was no city more diehard in their allegiance to their teams. The whole city celebrates when they win and cries when they lose. It's a sports passion at its best. Well, that does it, folks, for this edition of the Little Man... Big Mouth Podcast. Check out our next episode when it drops. Until then, see ya!
1: Follow us on Instagram at Little Man Big Mouth Show. You can find the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Listen, rate, and subscribe to let others know how much you enjoy the show. This has been a Hefeweizen podcast production.